superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. No panic, relax. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The Spartans have beaten Michigan again. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. That's a jet touchdown. Tyler Croft all alone. Mike White finds him to the go-ahead score. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, senior writer for the MMQB. Albert Breer. Still to come. ESPN college football analyst Ryan Leaf. Plus, your phone calls, Monday Night Football Preview, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. And when we came on the air two hours ago, um, we were holding out hope for Amos Winston to be somewhat healthy. And unfortunately, he is not. The MRI came back. It's a tour, ACL, and MCL as well. He really... He really got bit by the football gods yesterday. No question about that. And then also when we came on the air, we were holding out hope that Derrick Henry would somehow, some way um, avoid the knife and somehow, some way still be upright for the Tennessee Titans. That is not the case. And also, um, hmm, Von Miller was a Denver Bronco. How about that trade happening in the middle of our first hour? Um, Crazy. We'll post our reaction to that. Uh, you you broke that news. Is that already up? It's on our out, yeah, it's okay. up. Yeah, At Rich Eisen Show, and uh, we've been reacting to the Week 8 Insanity. Albert Breer joined us uh, prior to uh, back at the one hour ago at this time. Uh, Albert from the MMQB joined us, said the that the Sean Watson trade, he called it 50-50. 50-50. We'll keep an eye on all of that, certainly in our final hour. Cam Hayward of the Steelers is going to join us. Um, moments ago, um, Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans took to the podium and talked about the fact that Derrick Henry will have surgery tomorrow, would not put a timetable on his return, even though the gathered media kept attempting to get one. Fans, you know, obviously they're always clamoring. Is there any chance that he'll be back this season? I think that there's a chance that anything could happen. There's there's absolutely a chance. No. I can't sit here and tell you that that's going to happen. I just know that it's that Derrick Henry and, and hopefully everybody else that's out is going to do everything that they possibly can to get back as quickly as they possibly can. And then we'll make a decision um, if that's best for them and best for the team. And then, of course, uh, because of uh, all these injuries and the performances of the backup quarterbacks yesterday, lost amongst all this is the fact that Sam Darnold is still in concussion protocol. He ran the ball on uh, a keeper uh, towards the end of the game in Atlanta yesterday and got absolutely, as the kids would say, blown up. And he left the game. He is still in concussion protocol. The Carolina Panthers won that game against Atlanta. And the Falcons, who had been on a winning streak, um, did not have Calvin Ridley in this game. Calvin didn't make the trip to London. They called it personal reasons. We found out when he returned that it was to take a mental health break. Calvin Ridley tweeting out yesterday uh, on his Twitter account that he is going to step away uh, indefinitely while he focuses on 
his mental health. These past few weeks have been very challenging, and as much as I'd like to be on the field competing with my teammates, I need to step away from football at this time and focus on my mental well-being. This will help me be the best version of myself now and in the future. And he thanked everyone for giving him the support that Calvin Ridley deserves. To discuss all of this is our friend and frequent uh, guest host on this program. I'm thrilled to say he will be calling uh, the Titans at the Rams on Sunday night on Westwood One in week number nine, our friend Ryan Leaf back here. How are you, Ryan? The Rich Eisen okay. Show. Wow. Oh, gosh. I, Thank this, God. This is great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I, I set you up, you know, on, uh, like, like, uh, like, like uh, I guess your, your, your uh, first ball on the tee there at uh, Mountain Gate. So, um, so let me ask you this question, Ryan. Uh, what did you make of the Calvin Ridley news? Well, of course, we've been asking players to be um, more upfront about this when they're going through what they're going through and not um, feel ashamed and, and because of the stigma that exists. So we've, we've asked players to do this. So I was extremely proud of him, uh, extremely proud of Lane Johnson over the weekend discussing it with Jay Glazer on Fox NFL Sunday. All of those things – what Naomi Osaka did this summer, uh, Simone Biles, those players on a national platform speaking out about the same things that they go through, like everybody else, I think is exactly what needs to continue to happen. The, the spotlight needs to be shown on it. It needs to destigmatize it. Therefore, anybody. Now, people say it's easier for them. They're in the spotlight. I think it actually does a, a better job for us because when I was going through it, I was, uh, I had to confront it. Um, because when I screwed up and when I was going through mental health issues and, and, and self-medicated and dealt with it the wrong way, everybody saw it rich and I was confronted and had consequences to my actions and had to seek the help. There's a lot of individuals that go through it in the in the dark, in the shadows, and then they're no longer around because they just disappear. So I love what he did. I love that he's taking care of himself. And I, and I hope that everybody else who's seen it knows it's okay to not be okay. Ask for the help and do that, regardless of if, if you're a starting NFL wide receiver or if you're somebody who just is dealing with a mental illness uh, uh, like everybody else. Now, uh, I, you, you know how I feel about the subject and I feel about you. So I'm, what I'm about to say is what I hear from folks who don't quite grasp the seriousness of this because there is no cast, there's no MRI, there's no crutch, there's no nothing. It's just somebody struggling with something you can't see, right? So what I hear in response is like, why do you need to step away for something that's been created potentially in a world that you willingly walked into, you wanted, you dreamed for this moment, how can you not deal with it? What do you say to that, Ryan? Yeah, that's extremely hard and harsh from anybody who believes that. I think what they're trying to say is that you are what I wish I could be, a professional football player, a millionaire. And those two things don't fix anything. Money tends to exacerbate probably a lot of things that, that exist in your life. And so those that have that viewpoint, um, they're projecting something, something that's going on inside them. And they may need to take a, a, a good look at uh, what's going on with them. That's why you've got to push those things out. When you hear those types of things and they're going to be backlash like that, 
uh, because you're a commodity when you're on an NFL team, so you can't actually have real-life problems like everybody else. Um, and I went through the exact same thing. I didn't know what it was, Rich, when I was going through it, right? Yeah. I just thought I was a bad football player, and therefore uh, I should be you know, dragged by the media and dragged by the fans and everything like that. I didn't realize that I was clinically depressed, right, that I was going through those things that – that, that I would be diagnosed with later in life. And so when you don't know what it is, it's just as hard as the person who's viewing it going, I can't see a crutch, I can't see a cast. It's the same thing for the individual looking in the mirror going, what's wrong with me? I just thought I was lazy. I thought I was sad. I just didn't think my career panned out the way I – and it didn't, but I also was going through something that, that – Everybody else goes through from time to time in their lives, and that's dealing with mental illness. I just didn't know how to do it, and I also did not know how to ask for help. And I applaud both of those gentlemen over this weekend coming forward, talking about it in a public way. Well, and I, and I, you know, I think there might be some, some uh, another interesting aspect of this is that the female athletes get a heck of a lot more grief than the male athletes on this. Um, yeah. You know, and and and. Uh, or, or male athletes get like the you should be masculine and tough enough to get through it, it you know. But honestly, I, I I don't mean to keep focusing on what the negative reactions are, but the reason why I'm doing that, Ryan, is because I think I'd like to show those who might be sitting there thinking, Calvin, just suck it up. You know, you went to Alabama. How'd you not know that the spotlight in the NFL? Or that's what we're assuming what it is too, as to what might be causing him to step away from football you know, a dream come true for so many other people trying to maybe through poking uh, holes in what might be coming in the direction of of folks like Osaka and Simone Biles or or these two football players that we're talking about, Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and I understand that. You know, this last year for a lot of people, you know, the COVID situation could have affected a ton of people regardless of what you did for a living like things have been going well in my life with my family professionally everything rich but the last 18 months it's been hard right because my disease tells me oh you got this handled ryan you're the big strong football player that you got it handled and when your disease tells you that and then everybody else tells you around COVID 19 to be socially distanced um, my recovery is all based in fellowship. You know, it really is. It's about being with other people, like-minded individuals uh, who can relate with one another. So it's been a tough 18 months. And I had some of the best things in my life going on, yet I was feeling the remnants of that, of that depression. And I think a lot of times where the skeptics get really, really bad at this, when you come out and talk about it and people go, oh, that's cool, he's addressing it, People just assume it goes away because you develop the tools to deal with it. This is an ongoing thing, right? It just doesn't stop once you admit that it exists and you go about your business and trying to live in that recovery side of it. You still have bad days. It still exists, and you have to address it the same way. Like Calvin Ridley can take some time away and, and sure enough, come back and play really well and, and have a bout of depression or whatever exists in his terms um, down the line, and that's going to be okay. It's just astonishing that people stop like treating people like they actually have a mental illness once they've talked about it and have addressed it in some way, shape, or form. It's a lifetime commitment, obviously. Ryan Leaf here on the Rich Eisen Show. So, uh, uh, what would you what would you counsel Cal- Calvin Ridley uh, from afar? Clearly, you're not 
you're not there um, talking to him, I imagine. Um, but what would you what would you counsel Calvin Ridley uh, to do, or 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 courses of action for him, Ryan? Well, I'm not privy to any you know reasoning what kind of uh, diagnoses or or really what it is at all. He just says he needs time for himself. He's dealing with some emotional and personal issues and. And I, I just commend him on doing it, right? Making a statement about this is why I'm stepping away from a public place, right? A public football team to address the things I need in my personal life with my family and everything like that. And when I'm healthy enough, just like if I had rolled an ankle, when I'm healthy enough, I'll be back out there trying to contribute uh, and make the Atlanta Falcons a winning team. So I love what he's doing. He's got to block out all the noise. And if he's seeing a therapist or a counselor or somebody, they'll be counseling him the same way. Hey, you know, we, we, what other people think of us is none of our business. It's about what we see in the mirror and how we go about it. And that's where true humility becomes uh, who you are, right? The understanding, you understand who you are regardless of what anybody else thinks, says, or does. And that's where you develop the most healthy version of yourself. And I, and I commend him again for, for you know, ha- most people don't have to make a statement to the public about, the mental health issue they're going through, right? But he plays a public sport, and there's different circumstances around that as an individual. A few more minutes left with Ryan Leaf here on the Rich Eisen Show. In the few minutes I have left, um, how difficult uh, is it to do what Trevor Simeon did, what Cooper oh, Rush did? Wow. I mean, how how, yeah, it's, how tough is it's that? It's extremely hard. It's extremely hard because you don't get the reps in practice. That's the biggest thing. I, I was on the radio last night talking about this. You know, Sean Payton is an unbelievable uh, head coach in terms of how he schemes offensively, always has been. Mm-hmm. And with that huge play calling sheet he has on the sideline, I swear to God he probably had a whole section that, that just read Traver, uh, Trevor's favorite plays. And when he got in, he just ran those that he knew Trevor was really, really good at, and they accomplished it. For whatever reason, Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints and, and, and Coach Allen on the defensive side of everything, boy, they, they just have – Tom Brady and Tampa Bay's number during the regular season. Right. So that has to be tempered a little bit. But, you know, all these backup quarterbacks that got in and got opportunities, I tell you what, the talent is always there. The reason you're in the NFL is because you have talent. From A to Z, they're good. It's just a matter of whether or not they get the opportunity. And when they get that opportunity, they make the most of it. You know, if Drew Bledsoe doesn't go out, I don't know. I don't know if we see Tom Brady that season. And I don't know what that looks like down the future. But when that opportunity presented itself, Tom jumped at it and then kept excelling through the process. And there were opportunities this weekend for guys to do that themselves. And it was fun to see, especially as a guy that really struggled in the NFL as a quarterback, to see guys have success when that opportunity presented itself. Well, I mean, at least Trevor Simeon's done it before, right? And can actually look at, at, at Sean Payton in some sort of a meeting when Sean Payton has that meeting with Trevor Simeon and say, these are my favorite plays, this is what I love. So and just in case of emergency, they can break that glass like they did in week eight and the same with geno smith cooper rush had never started in the nfl before neither had mike white who even got a cup of coffee against the patriots and that was very eye-opening for a lot but cooper had cooper rush hadn't thrown a pass in the nfl he threw three back in 2017 that's insane yeah, extremely you know he was extremely accurate and when you listen to those with those coaches uh during the offseason and in particular during fall camp especially when dak was out right uh, kind of rehabbing that shoulder they were really, they were really sold on Cooper Rush. His accuracy, the um, relationship with his wide receivers, and they have made maybe one of the best wide receiver rooms in the uh, in the NFL, right? When you're talking about Cooper, uh, Lamb, 
and uh, and Wilson. Those guys, they, they're just they're special players, and you know that shows how how good Cooper is and how he's adapted. Because a year ago when Dak went down, Andy Dalton was in, and they looked like a shell of themselves offensively. They just apparently had to go out and get the new redhead. They got a new red rifle and Dallas <laughs> goes down. Ah, yeah, they can't do it without Ginger. You know what I mean? So um, yep. so I guess last one for you here. It's just the thing I love about the NFL. It's just, again, the, the is the team. It's it's the team effort to, you know, and how how when, when you have a team win, how, must it, it, how it feels. And then when you have a team win that celebrates the individual achievement of somebody who works so hard and the team has a front row seat, has how hard this person works to either stay with the team or work hard to make sure that the team isn't let down when they have that opportunity and then they win. What, what, what do you think, what was it like in that locker room for the Jets and for the Cowboys and for the Saints and for the Seahawks? What do you think it was like for those dubs? Yesterday? Well, I think that it's it's the continuation, the fighting, the spirit, right? When you're in that locker room and the season seems to be going down the wrong way, and you all are still doing the work every single day. When you're getting huge paychecks, yet you still come to work and try to get better. Mike White with the opportunity in in New York, and then to see him do it when they got down ten late in the game, right? For the defense to step up and get the big interception against Joe Burrow and then turn it into points, do something really fun with the Philly special for the two-point conversion, Mike White celebrating like that, the rookie Michael Carter running all over the place. I mean, it, if you're in that locker room, it's exactly what Robert Sala has been talking about, and especially if you're Jets fans out there. This team had no quit in them. And I think years passed when the season started to go downhill uh, and uh, Rolling Rock started picking up more and more moss, uh, they tended to quit. And this didn't happen. They're playing arguably one of the best teams in the AFC yesterday, and they just fought tooth and nail to get the win. Same in Seattle with Geno Smith and that defense against Jacksonville. All of those things are, are huge. You know, it makes Dallas a very big contender when your backup quarterback can go and do what he did. Micah Parsons may have been the best draft pick last year in the, in the draft and the, what and the impact he's had on that team defensively. So uh, just a ton of fun. Uh, New Orleans continues to – you know, I think that that hangover is going to ultimately set in when they know they've lost Jameis Winston for the season with the ACL. But Trevor Simeon really, really stepped up in a big way against the defending champions and the GOAT. Well, Ryan, look forward to hearing your call on Westwood One Sunday Night Football. The Titans in their first game without Derrick Henry and then obviously taking on a Rams team with, with Von Miller on it. That's going to be a heck of a game. I look forward to your call. Yeah, uh, what an opportunity, you know. Um, I don't know what to say, man. I'm just, I'm just really excited about it. This is a, this is a pretty cool kid, uh, kid moment for me. I love it. Uh, you yeah, deserve it. I appreciate it. You bro. deserve it. You deserve it. Let's talk down the line. Take care of yourself, Ryan. You be, you be well. All right, hey fellas. What up, Ryan? What up, buddy? Talk soon, bro. It's Ryan Leaf, everybody. Let's take a break. So we're on time for Cam Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers, fresh off the big W for the Steelers in Cleveland. And his brother's a Michigan Stater. I might hear that. Oh, boy, coming up. (laughs) Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, so as you know, I lone wolf the Saints. Saints won, right? You did. Okay. And they uh, did. I, uh, I lone wolf the Colts. Didn't work out. Came close. Okay, very close. On uh, game day morning, I lone wolfed uh, the Cowboys with Cooper Rush. I even said to Irv, you, you're going to get off the Cowboys if Cooper Rush starts. I'm staying on them. And you did. I also lone wolfed the Pittsburgh Steelers. How? How? I howled. I did indeed. Duran, Duran. And joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, fresh off that dub against the Cleveland Browns, they're now the sixth seed in the AFC playoffs eight weeks into the season from the Pittsburgh Steelers' Cameron Hayward. How are you, sir? I'm good, Mr. Eisen. How are you? I'm doing better for talking to you. No question about that. I, I appreciate you calling into this show. What's uh, What's been going on around your parts that things look a lot better this past month than the first in the NFL? Uh, man, you know, I think, uh, you know, a little bit of luck, uh, a lot of practice, uh, and guys just getting healthy. You know, I know we've had some injuries early on, whether it was TJ or Alex Highsmith, uh, Chase Claypool. Um, but, you know, we're finding our stride, and, um, hopefully it can continue from here on out. Well, I mean, what was it like going through that first month of the season um, for you and that team and, and and what you've been able to work through that adversity for you, Cameron? You, you know, it, it was a little bit tough um, with the injuries. Uh, you know, they play a factor in every game, and you know they're going to happen throughout a season. Um, but, you know, with that, younger guys got a chance to step up early. Um, and now that's provided depth for us now, and we got to continue to grow with that. But uh, it's just about staying the course, you know, um, understanding that, you know, you're not going to win every game all the time, but uh, what can we learn from it, and how can we get better because of it? Well, and then the other side of the ball, Cameron, um, your rookie running back, your rookie teammate, Najee Harris, appears to be one of those bona fide, to use the phrase, grown-ass men 
running the football <laughs> in the NFL. What's it been like to have a front row seat watching his blossoming at that position so far for you? Man, well, the cool thing is, uh, you know, during training camp, um, you know, you blow up a play and you think it's where a tackle for loss. Um, but Najee's always fighting for extra yards and he'll shake you out of the hole. And I remember getting pretty annoyed, um, pretty pissed off with myself that uh, he was getting out of it. Um, now that I'm looking back, I'm glad he's doing it now. So, uh, <laughs> glad he's on my sideline. Yeah. How does that affect the team as a whole, though? That style of play and success at it. Um, how does that affect all 53 on the roster for you? When he's converting first downs, I think it's huge. And always falling forward. Um, you know, you get into a game back and forth where, you know, first defense to really, you know, let down uh, is going to pay for it. Um, and, you know, over a game, you just see them start to erode at teams. And uh, we're needing every bit of it. Uh, you know, the best type of defense is the defense on the sideline. And when Najee's converting first down after first down, uh, we love that type of ball. Well, and certainly, too, it, it allows uh, Ben to stay more clean. You know, it, 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 it balances the offense. It definitely keeps the defense from pinning, you know, their ears back and going to hunt the quarterback. And it also keeps you off the field. You know, it affects everything the way that I'm seeing it, Cameron. Of course. You yeah, know? you know, I think it's, uh, you know, to have a monster like that and to him balance out our, our passing attack – um, and then still be a, a, a contributor in the passing attack, um, man, it, it helps out all folds. And, um, you know, I, I thank Kevin Colbert every day uh, for making that pick. Well, Cameron Habert here on the Rich Eisen Show. You're born in Pittsburgh, PA, obviously. Uh, well, uh, it's, it's obvious to me. But others may not know you're a Buckeye. What's it like to win as a Steeler in Cleveland, Ohio? What is that feeling like for you? Ooh, um, well, my wife's from Cleveland, um, okay. so I always go back. <laughs> I always go back to the stumping grounds, and um, you know, I, 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 I've always had a fun times in Ohio as a college player, um, and I became an enemy uh, <laughs> eleven years ago. But yes, you, uh, you know, you always want to get the bragging rights because you feel like that's your hometown, and you know, me and Ben both have that problem. Yeah, I know. And next up for you is Justin Fields. So I guess the old alumni association is going to have to go out the window for Monday Night Football coming up, correct? Yeah, they might, just a little bit. Okay, just want to make <laughs> sure about all that. Uh, how, how does it also affect the team? Did you guys know that uh, Miles Garrett showed up uh, as the Grim Reaper yesterday coming to work? Did you see that with the names of all the quarterbacks he's bagged on, on his cape? Did that? I didn't, his... I didn't take a look at it before the game. I saw it after. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was cute. <laughs> okay cute uh does it piss you off i mean does it piss the steelers no off? no i'm okay. just kidding right, no so. uh you know to each his own um you know that was a cool outfit uh he sacked a lot of quarterbacks i'll say that okay cameron hayward of the pittsburgh steelers two-time all-pro defensive tackle right here on the rich eisen show what's it like to play next to tj watt you got a good story for me on on uh, on your teammate Sitting next to you, man. TJ is competitive as hell um, in everything that we do, um, and you know he always gives himself a chance. Whether it's in a card game where he shouldn't be playing at all, um, <laughs> to you know he, he th- this is what this is how demented his mind is. He played quarterback in high school, and he swears to this day. 
that he could go back in college and lead some team to a national championship. And I'm like, TJ, like, you got you got two bum knees in college to begin with, and now you're telling me you can play quarterback. So, um, you know, he's competitive and thinks he thinks outworldly and he plays outworldly. Um, but, you know, we're glad we have him. All right, let's scrub back a few seconds. He thinks what? What does he think? TJ? He thinks he can, he thinks he can go back and play um, – quarterback at a, at a college program and take him to a national championship. <laughs> like, okay, like a power five, like a like T.J. Watt thinks he could play quarterback if he can go back into college and lead a team to a national championship. That's what he thinks. Yeah. He has said those words yeah. out of his mouth and it goes in your ear, another human being. Like, that's actually happened, is what you're saying. Yeah, first of all, it started off at high school. He could go to any Texas program and take the worst team and take them to the, their high school championship. We were like, TJ. And then he, then he went to college and we were like, TJ, now you're just you're gassing it up. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty wild. Well, while we're on the subject of talking a good game, um, uh, Cameron Hayward, I, I got to ask you about your coach and Mike Tomlin uh, and what he had to say about the rumor that well, that's not the, the fact that he's on the wish list for USC football for their for their um, head coaching vacancy, and his response yeah. is one of the greatest responses. I said it's up there in its soundbite with you know the Jim Mora playoffs or the Denny Green, the Bears are who <laughs> we thought they were. Like it's up there. With that, this is our new favorite drop here on the Rich Eisen Show. Go ahead. And never say it. never, but never. That was incredible. Like that was truly one of yeah. the most succinct five words to 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 shut the the door on a rumor that I've ever heard. What was? How did that land in your locker room, Cameron Hayward? You know, it it, it really didn't land in our locker room. But you know, me being an older player and um, known Coach T, you know, it just puts the the rubber stamp on it. You know, and it cements what he does. Um, you know, Coach T is locked in, and you know he's not looking for a quick out. You know, he he thinks he has the greatest job, and you know we know it every single day. He appreciates every moment. So when you say it didn't land in the locker room, nobody was talking about it. Nobody heard. Hey, did you hear what Tomlin had to say? Or did you hear that 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 does not come up when you're now? Now we we do our own things where we like to screw with Coach T, whether it's you know <laughs> Ben wearing his USC gloves during a meeting or. or <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What happened? What happened? What do you got? Ben Moore is USC gloves in a a media um, um, interview. Okay. You know, know, there's subtle things we do here and there. I think one time, I think we were going to play the USC song during our warm up, but I think that got mixed pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) Who had the gumption to even think about hit and play on on the, the fight on? theme there anybody was that you i can't rat them out you know that might get them in trouble (laughs) but when you say it put the rubber stamp on coach t and and what he does what does he do what does he do he's consistent um and he challenges us um and he comes to work fully locked in uh for every single player whether you're the first player in or the last player in you know um just getting to know him over these, these years, you really do appreciate how consistent he is in the message he portrays to the team. Okay. And uh, last one for you, Cameron, since you've been taking us inside. Um, is Chris Boswell's throwing career over? It better be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no more time for that.
<laughs> yes. It, it, you know, he, he said uh, he, he Instagrammed out, dressed up as a QB for Halloween and got spooked is what he uh, <laughs> was what he Instagrammed out. So you're, you're done with him for his coaching, for his quarterback career, correct? Yeah. We're done? We don't even have a backup. So yeah, I noticed. We, were doing, yeah. <laughs> we all noticed. It, it was we all noticed that, yeah. but I guess we can all laugh about it now. Uh, hey, uh, your your brother's alma mater took care of mine this weekend. I just figured I'd talk about the elephant in the room right now. Sorry about that. Are you really though, Cameron? Are you really? I'm I'm not, you know, because <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even going to try to deny it. You okay. know, uh, it was a big week for the Haywards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went two and zero this week, and we got to keep going on until we play each other. Well, I mean, uh, that occurs when. Do you think? I guess collegiately, your alma mater, his, he's going to be taking on your school currently right yeah. now, and for for all the marbles, it looks like right now. Yeah, I think it's uh, a couple the weeks. Last the week before Michigan. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Right before Thanksgiving. Okay, so yep. do, do you put your allegiance aside, and what do you what do you do for that? I say good luck and. Uh, Hopefully you stay healthy, um, have a good game, but you're not winning this game. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> we found out what's thicker. Okay. I got it. I like it. Hey, Cameron, uh, appreciate the time here. Let's do this more often. I gr- greatly yes, appreciate sir. it. It's a good chat. Congrats on the W, and let's talk down the line. Yes, sir. Thank you. You bet. That's Cameron Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Ben wearing his USC gloves, and who had the temerity <sighs> to say – Let's play the USC fight song at <laughs> practice. Now, can I guess? Sure. Okay. It had to be a veteran. I'm going to guess Ben's the one who put the kibosh on it. How about that? Ben's the one like, yeah, I, maybe we don't do this. All right, hold on. Let me click. There's enough. There's a, that's, that's so Let great. They thought about playing the, uh... fight on. They thought about playing five. All right, on. so the only USC player on the roster yeah. uh, tackle Zach Banner. Yeah, I don't think that is. Fifth-year veteran. Exactly. So. Well, he could be the one to provide the uh, the link to the song. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, my God. Is oh, that well, funny? Juju Smith-Schuster, obviously. Uh-huh. But he's not with the team right now. But he's now. a beloved man who you can't, how, you can't stay angry at Juju for literally more than a yeah, second. Yeah, you can't, but he's probably not around the team right I now. I don't know. So you never know. All right. I guess he could Let's take a break. When we come back, um, I want to review with what I saw with my own two eyes yesterday in SoFi Stadium. I want to do that because what I saw yesterday was beyond impressive and um, I think I'd like you to all hear it, even though I know many of you don't. <laughs> How's that for a tease? <laughs> wow. That's coming up next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind the scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's great. We yeah, just so when he the plays Brockman. in the Masters in like 20 years, we'll have it okay. for the broadcast. Very good. And that's going to be played on ESPN as I sit there next to you and cry. It's going to be great. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be his caddy. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So you've, you've, you've considered your dream is basically what you're saying. Oh, yeah. When's the last time you folks, not here in the studio, I don't want you answering. You always answer the rhetorical question I'm asking the Rich Eisen Show audience. When was the last rich. time you considered your dream? I mean, really, really thought about it. Try to get back together with your dream and let our friends at Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, at Mercedes-Benz Vans, get you back in touch with your dream because you could live the total van life in a customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Tour around the country, tour around all the national park sites. You can go up into the mountains and hang out and build a cabin there with your dad or your family or your mom or whoever, whatever you want to dream up, especially start your own business. Because it's a Mercedes-Benz van that we're talking about. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine because it runs like, well, a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you. Okay, folks. Back here on our show. Um, I went to SoFi Stadium yesterday. And uh, full disclosure, full disclosure, um, the reason why we went is because the Patriots were in town. Uh, my wife, Susie Schuster, wife. has she put her stamp... Right down on the football side of things, as you know, I put my marker yeah, on the baseball side of things. Right. My son, uh, Coop, uh, went uh, trick-or-treating as Aaron Judge. I mean, I literally <laughs> almost shed a tear, you know, seeing my son in a full... Susie went to MLB website, got the full 99 Yankee yeah. with jersey, the whole yeah. thing. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they just like, we want to see the Patriots dead. So... Uh, I reached you being out the to, best dad I, ever. I, 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 I'll just be full disclosure. Reached out to the Patriots. Yeah. Because you can't reach out to the Chargers. You, all you got to do is look at that, that Seinfeld episode where, where Elaine wore the Orioles hat and the Yankee seats. <laughs> it's all true. Yeah, it's it's true. all true. Yeah. It is all true. You cannot reach out to another team. And just full disclosure in case, you know, once upon a time, when the Jets took on the Chargers in, in San Diego and my brother... And I took my brother and my nephew, Lee, to the game. And the Chargers saw me on the field before the game. Now, I can't go to the, on the field, you know, right now. Uh, but you saw me on the field before the game. And they're like, hey, you know, how about you, know, you should come and visit our suite? You know, like, come up and see the see everybody. And I'm like, well, my, my nephew's here. And he's, he's wearing, a, um, he's wearing a, a Curtis Martin jersey, Jets jersey. They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next time. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> 
That's true, Rich. I'm I, serious. I'm serious. When, 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 uh, uh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Say it. I, I, no, 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 no. I, I've seen, I've, owners have told me that they will not let famous fans in to their suite because they're rooting for the team that's the visiting team. They, yeah. I don't care how famous you are. Like, if you're rooting against the other team, this is their business. This is, this is their lot. This is it. Yeah. This is, they're serious about it. So I reached out to the Patriots. And by the way, uh, this was also a few days after I went on the Jets rant about how the Patriots beating them 50 to whatever was the worst ever, and it's the worst <laughs> thing for a Jet fan to be beaten by the Patriots. In other words, I'm a chameleon. Right. <laughs> do what you got to do. But for your kids, that's what I'm doing. Anyway, go to the game, and what I saw was the full Monty. I saw the Patriots organization at work, and then I saw the Patriots football team at work. And, you know, coming off a bye and getting beat down like they did in Baltimore, I thought the Chargers were going to win that game. Talk about a chameleon. I picked the bolts, the lightning bolts, on game day morning and then went across the street and had my kids hang with the Patriots organization uh, and my, my whole family. And Susie there, she knows people going way back in the day. What, what I saw there yesterday was so beyond impressive. And... They just spanked. They gave up a touchdown to start. And the first 15 might have worked for, for the L.A. Chargers. But after that, it was all New England. And what I saw, I didn't sit there and think for a split second, this kid's going to make a mistake. This kid doesn't know what he's doing. This kid is totally being left on an island to figure it out himself. I didn't think anything about Mac Jones except for the fact that he is going to be efficient and there is no way he's going to make a mistake that's going to cost them this game. Could he have? Of course. Instead, it was Herbert. They were daring Herbert to throw deep, uh, to throw underneath the entire game. Herbert wanted to make the big play, and they were daring him, daring him to just keep on, check it down. And every single time, uh, it wasn't working out. They were being three and outed, and then he made the mistake, the pick six. That totally flipped the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the plays that I saw and, and the throws that I saw Mac Jones make with my own two eyes, because we were in the end zone frequently, they were coming right at us or right away from us, and the number of times that he was thrown into a spot or waiting for someone to clear like Hunter Henry, he'd be there and he would just wait for the clear. And as soon as it was clear, boom, perfect, accurate pass. Run game was working. The their 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 special teams. Folk didn't miss, and that Gunnar Olszewski man. Yeah, he's good. And Slater could be, you know, has a Hall of Fame career at it. Yeah. I will say this, even though they showed some largesse to my family. Damn it, man! And the rest, <laughs> the rest of yeah, this it. league, get I get it. Ready. Get ready. It's coming. It's already arrived, personally. Belichick knows exactly what he's doing. And this team, too, towards the end of the game, every receiver, I know Bourne put it on the ground. I'm not saying that they're infallible. But every receiver, when the Chargers had to punt down by a score, every receiver got open. Mac Jones completed the pass. And every person who caught the ball slid instead of going out of bounds. They were situationally coached, and they executed it perfectly. They took all that time off, so when the Chargers scored, 
It wasn't enough time left on the clock. They crushed it. They're going to be a playoff team this year. I'd be stunned. It would have to be a major regression or injury bug to keep this team out of the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs this year. And I wouldn't want to face them. Mm-mm. Seems like they're getting better every week. And in terms, I didn't know this either. I don't know if anybody, I didn't know this either. Did you know they stayed over in Los Angeles? Uh, I heard that last night. I saw it. I thought, you know, they're going to, they're out. They're going to fly out. They're going to go. They stayed over. They stayed over. They watched some film. They got some rest. Do you know how much that probably cost the team to do that? An extra night? Yeah. Some teams might not want to do that. Now, I know he's got it, of course, <laughs> no, but some teams that they have it, he might not want to spend it. Yeah. That goes a million miles with a team. Yeah, Belichick called into his radio show here from Los Angeles. Bill, you know, we're right here. I don't know. They could be just up the road. Yeah, I didn't Bill, know. Didn't yeah, even Bill, know to ask. Bill joked. Uh, he said he told the guys to go trick-or-treating. <laughs> Rest of the league that thinks, okay, Patriots took a step back last year. Now they got a rookie quarterback that uh, you don't have to think about them anymore. They're set. They're set. They're going to get better. They're going to get better. I saw it with my own two eyes. They're all, they're, they're so buttoned up. They know what to do. They know what to do. They know how to execute. Man, they're only going to get better. Congratulations. Thank you. No, you're uh, uh, speaking of uh, congratulations and getting yes. better, the Titans are signing Adrian Peterson. There you go. Peterson. To the practice squad, and uh, soon he'll be elevated to the actual roster. Okay. Von Miller has spoken. Do we have enough time left on this program? Uh, I think we're going to have to do it in the Peacock okay. uh, break. So to our radio audience, uh, I apologize. We don't have enough time to do that. But for our Peacock audience, stay right where you are because we'll take you to brother from another as we always do right here. I want to thank today's guests. Uh, I want to thank our friend Albert Breer for calling in. I mean, his phone must have been blowing up. Literally, you have 15 messages. <laughs> um, so I thank him for calling in in the middle of this show. Uh, Ryan Leaf, it was uh, great to chat with him about life and football, as always, with Ryan. And he was as giving as ever. And Cameron Hayward, whose brother just beat my, uh, my Michigan Wolverines. But when it's time for Michigan State to take on Ohio State, he basically said, go pound sand, bro. <laughs> and T.J. Watt says he could take a team to a national <laughs> championship insane. as quarterback that's, if he goes back to college hey, right now. Crazy. That's one of my, that has to be my favorite part of today's show. <laughs> and being on there live when Von Miller gets traded. <laughs> 